You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Step onto the sexy streets of animal attraction that is New York City. Welcome to Pets in the City, Life in the Urban Jungle. Join host Diane West as she explores the exciting lives, loves, and laments of the people and pets in the world's greatest city. Pets in the City, like the city itself, has something for everyone. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So get ready to get dressed to the canines and take a bite out of the Big Apple with your Pets in the City host, Diane West. Hello, all you cyber cats, kittens, canines, and critters under all creation. This is Diane West coming at you once again from the greatest city in the world. And as you know by now, that's New York City with another episode of Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. You know, you hear a lot about therapy dogs, which are all wonderful and, and great. But I am very happy to tell you that today we have a story for you about a very special therapy cat, or at least a cat that was very therapeutic, and we will tell you some more about that right after this. All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. Pets in the City will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. Teacherspetsessions.com Want to know what cats like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies, of course. Learn everything there is to know about cats on Catitude with your host, Tom Dock. Each week, we'll spotlight a cool cat breed, give up-to-date advice on cat health, and check out spiffy new cat products. So curl up on the couch every week for a perfectly enjoyable time on Catitude. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties. Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast. Right, Diane? 
So let me tell you about this cat. He's a New York City cat. His name is Mingo. And the reason why he's so special is because he has really been a great source of strength and hope for a very special woman that we're going to be talking to today by the name of Laura Pila. Uh, pronouncing it correct, Laura Pila? <laughs> It's close enough. It's Lara Pilla. Lara <laughs> Pilla. Okay. We were having a long conversation about this right before this uh, interview. <laughs> so, Lara Pilla. And um, she is actually one of the spokespeople for Purina's Connected for the Cause with the Susan Komen Foundation, which of course has been one of the leaders in uh, breast cancer research. And I'm gonna pretty much have Lara tell you her story about her and Mingo. So why don't you go take it from here, Lara? Okay, sure. Back in 1998, I was first diagnosed with breast cancer. And that was in June of 98. And I had gone through a few uh, operations and rounds of chemotherapy and had decided in November I had wanted to adopt a cat. I grew up with cats my whole life. And at this point when I was in my adult life and going through one of the most difficult periods, it, it came to me that I missed that companionship and that comfort that the pets when I was growing up had. Um, and I, I set out to find my cat and that's when Mingo and I met. Now, how did you meet Mingo? I went to a shelter that was doing adoptions and I had gone in and specifically looking for a male black cat and uh, he wasn't there initially. Uh, someone brought him in who had too many cats and brought in Mingo and as I was leaving saw him and he kind of just stood up almost meowing at me as I was about to leave Aww. and we just connected and he curled up and in my arm and I knew that that was we were going to be together. I just did not know what I was going to name him. That was the difficulty. <laughs> well, they do that to you, don't they? They'll pick you out. Yeah, it was it was definitely like that. He saw me prior to me seeing him, and um, and, and there was someone who was trying to get to him before me, and Mingo just paid him no attention. And when I picked him <laughs> up, he just <laughs> he just glommed onto me. It was like he he was waiting for me to pick him up. Well, it's like speed dating at the shelter. There, there you go. <laughs> I was. Sure, it's that easy, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Mingo, that's a great name. Where did we get that from? Uh, actually, I was with a friend of mine, and her cousin's boyfriend's name was Mingo, and I was telling my friend, I don't know what to name him. I want to name him Kimo, which is a Hawaiian name, uh, but it's, it's freaking out all of my friends. They're like, no, the irony is it's too comfortable for us. <laughs> so it's, You're on Kimo. We, we don't want you to have a cat named Kimo. Okay, yeah, good. I mean, I thought it was funny, but they didn't, and so they talked me out of it, and she was telling me, you know, we're updating each other, and she was mentioning her cousin boyfriend and I said Mingo I really like that and that's how Mingo got his name wow and Mingo was his name oh <laughs> exactly. Wow. Exactly. Now you, you know, you sound like someone who really has a great sense of humor and, and outlook on things. But I could imagine when you first heard that diagnosis. I mean, you're a young woman. You must have been like, "Get the hell out of here!" I mean, you got to be. There has to be a mistake here. Yeah, it was. It was a bit surreal, I have to say. I mean, you know, the moment slows down for you, and you just kind of keep playing it over and over in your head, and. It just didn't feel right, and I, at the time, my boyfriend came with me to the doctor's office, and they had lollipops, I remember, in the waiting room, and so the two of us have lollipops sitting behind the desk of this surgeon talking about cancer, and I just felt like we were 
two children, you know, in <laughs> listening yeah. to some some presentation of things that we just couldn't connect to with with, with the lollipops. You know, <laughs> it was very Jeez. surreal. <laughs> That sounds like yes, a scene from a very surreal movie, but said uh, a real one. Well, well, tell me. So then, what happened? It sounded like you just dove in and said, "Well, look, let's get done what we got to get done here, right?" That was pretty much how I handled it. It's like, okay, give me the protocol. What do I need to do? I went on intuition, what felt right. I spoke to enough people and just moved forward with it. And that's how I went through. You know, with chemo, with radiation, and with adopting a pet. You know, I mm-hmm. just I, I knew it was the time I wanted to, even though everything else seemed to be, wow, you really need to just take care of yourself right now. But there's something about having a cat that I remember from being a kid is that they're part of your family and your existence, and I, I wanted that that um, feeling around again. And it, you know, it turned out Mingo did actually sort of take care of me quite a bit, even though I didn't realize it at the time. Now, you raise a really interesting point because sadly, what I hear sometimes from people here is they feel that they actually have to give up their pets permanently or temporarily because, you know, they're dealing with a you know rather serious illness. I mean, were there ever days where it was challenging for you to take care of yourself and Mingo or did you have a network of friends and family that would help you out? Well, I think cats are a little bit easier. They're pretty independent, and as long as you have food out for them, they tend to take care of themselves mostly. It wasn't as though I had to get up and walk him in the morning, as I know friends who have dogs have to do, and I can see where that might be a little bit more challenging. But, no, for the most part, I mean, maybe there were some mornings I didn't want to necessarily get up, but he wanted me to, and so he kind of, <laughs> once my hair started growing in, he learned that if he chewed on it long enough, it would annoy me and wake me up, and I would then feed him. <laughs> you know, it was easier when I adopted him, I was bald, so he didn't have that <laughs> option, but... Um, no, really, I found that what happened were the moments that he annoyed me or frustrated me or I had to chase the bird out of the house that he collected and brought in. <laughs> I realized looking back, it kind of gave me moments to not think about cancer, which when you get a diagnosis like that, I was just talking to a friend the other day, it kind of never leaves you no matter what stage you're in. And the moments with Mingo and with a pet, I find, are moments you really really focus in on something other than your illness and other than yourself, which is a beautiful thing. And and he provided those moments. Tell us a little about him. He sounds like a pretty sassy cat. Yo, he's very sassy. He had um he had from when he was a kitten, he slept the first two days that I got him and then his personality came out. He's really friendly and funny and quirky and then he can also be like a big curmudgeon. I felt like sometimes he was Archie Bunker in a cat form at two months old or, you know, eight months old, whatever. And uh, he's just, he's a funny one. And uh, I think all cats have their quirks. And, you know, I I love the, like you were saying, sort of um, the therapeuticness that sometimes that a pet gives you, just this sensation, they're purring, the textures are wonderful. And I don't know, Diane, if you have cats, but I know that from Mingo and past pets that I have had, you could be petting them and they're purring and purring and there's a rhythm to that that's really soothing but it seems like for no reason a cat can just turn around then bite you and walk off. And oh, yeah. You're sitting oh, yeah. there wondering, wait a minute and <laughs> it keeps you on your toes and, it, and I've noticed that if you pay attention close enough, you can find that you can sense that moment that the cat's 
going to go from purring to, eh, I'm, I'm out of here, <laughs> and give you a little whack or something. And again, those were the moments that if you decide to pay attention to that, you're not paying attention to yourself and you're in tune and you can maybe, uh, maybe get away with getting a little whack from your cat. And so it was kind of fun and playful, actually. And um, I found those two moments to be really, they were a little gift. And uh, he's funny, he's quirky, uh, he's frustrating. I don't know if you went to um, catchow.com slash pink. The website, there's a video where I'm talking about Mingo and, and there's two other women talking about their cats. But that Mingo there, he's, you know, he was it was a very big moment where I think like he's not paying attention to me, but intuitively he actually knew in the moment what I needed more than myself. So please go check out catchout.com slash pink and, and you'll see uh, that's a, a quintessential Mingo moment. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, so then that, that was in Venice Beach and then you came back home to New York, correct? Yes, came back to crazy New York. <laughs> <laughs> and now, again, I can't imagine, in 2005... Tell me what happened. Oh, yeah, that was a little bit less fun. Um, moving is pretty stressful to begin with for most people, and I take it hard. My home's become like another being in my in my world, and deciding to move back to New York was a big deal. And then in the process of it all, getting my checkups, it was discovered that I had a recurrence of metastasis. And the metastasis has gone to my bones and lymph nodes. So uh, it's a little bit more difficult, I think, at least for me, because it almost felt like, wow, I, I, I did the protocol, I did it well, I was a you know, poster child at how to go through cancer and, and do the right thing and lose your hair and still keep your humor. And, you know, seven years later, to have it come back and spread, it was very difficult. And, yeah, that was a tough, tough moment. Yeah, <laughs> and, no, that uh, sounds period. like it really sucks. It, yeah, it, it really did. And I, I'm fortunate I had um, very great family members and friends and uh, the company I worked for, everybody was just so supportive and um, Mingo was there and, and Mingo actually adopted his own cat. He has a girlfriend named Lulu who I won't claim to be mine. He brought her home so Mingo has his own cat so there were okay. two of them. <laughs> How did Mingo bring a girlfriend though? <laughs> yeah, uh, I had come home from a, a trip and came home and saw Mingo and then a mini me version right next to him. It was this little tiny black head. And for a moment, I thought I was seeing something and noticed that while I was away on vacation for the week, Mingo had adopted a friend who they were now inseparable. And she actually taught him to use the cat door uh, that I had installed in the house because although he's this big, tough 15 pound panther he was afraid of using a cat door but she wasn't okay. because she was off the street and hungry so um they were inseparable and uh so mingo adopted his own kitten <laughs> oh, she's good to you too she's great yeah and mm -hmm. and it's really fun you know talk about distractions just watching their interaction is it's just so enjoyable it makes me laugh and so and that would happen like because during that really dark period of hearing about the metastasis and the recurrence and being in the process of moving I could just sit outside and watch the two of them wrestle and play and then Mingo get jealous if I were to go over to Lulu and and just the whole like there was theater going on and it was a really it was a nice break from 
oh no, what am I going to do now? And we'll be right back after this. All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. Pets in the City will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Give your dog some thought with Dog Thoughts. It's the iPhone application that everyone's talking about. What do you think of this? A man in Davis, California says he's invented an application for the iPhone that claims it can read your dog's mind. Huh? No, it's true. Now, I read about it on my cat's Twitter page. That's right. Jay Leno talked about it, CBS reported on it, and now you can see what all the buzz is about. Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind. <gasps> on your iPhone, of course. Take a pic of your pup, shake your phone, and watch as his thoughts appear on the screen. Does he have a bone to pick with you, or is he having a tail-wagging day? Get your Dog Thoughts iPhone app today. Just 99 cents. Go to PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. That's PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties, Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast, right, Diane? And we're back to talk some more with Lara and the mischievous Mingo. So it almost sounds like the interaction of the cats and Mingo, you know, they kind of reminded you, hey, you know what, we don't know what's going on. We're just very selfish and self-centered beings and you're going to pay attention to us, you know. <laughs> you know what, and in it, that's exactly it. And cats are very much like that, but it's sort of a, it's a relief in a way. 
No, I, I have two at home, and and you know, the, uh, especially with my fox, I could be petting her, and she's purring, and she's, and then all of a sudden I get bit. I'm like, yeah. fox, what's going on? <laughs> I know, I have many of those cuts, exactly. Oh, good. You know, but you know, you're right. It keeps you on your toes, and you know, if you want to be philosophical about it, it's like you know, you could be petting away at something, and all of a sudden you get bit, and. <laughs> And it passes, and then, uh, you know, you get back to your life. So it's, uh, you know. <laughs> exactly. I love that you brought up the philosophical side because I, I often think of cats as my, like, Buddhist moment of reminding yourself to be in the moment. Because <laughs> when you're not, you're going to get tapped. <laughs> exactly. Lara, how are you feeling now? You sound good. Well, thank you. Um, you know, I try to approach every day with humor and as much energy as I can. And, you know, the days are up and down. So it all depends either on things that I do or, or the cancer itself, how <laughs> it wants me mm-hmm. to feel in that moment. And I think that's tough because there are days that are more challenging. And yet I don't want it to be a, a challenging day because I have other things on the agenda that I want to mm-hmm. do. But, you know, you have to learn every day to sort of ride the wave as you know, anybody does in their life or anything. Um, you know, for me, I just have a little bit of this cancer to deal with, and it, it, it definitely takes its toll. What do you do when, when uh, cats aren't uh, chasing you down in your house? <laughs> well, I, um, I'm trying to take some classes and get back into creative textural things. I, I, I guess, you know, one of the things about cats and petting them you know, is that sensation and the feeling so in your hands. And uh, so I've been getting back to pottery and doing some of that. And um, and actually, lately, I've been uh, involved with Purina Cat Chow, and it's been a wonderful experience for me because it's um, it's a little bit about getting the story out. And, um, and just anybody I can help and, you know, connected for the cause has been an amazing gift to me. And I, I really am honored to be able to participate in it and um, and it's funny you don't have to be a cat owner to get involved I had sent the link to a friend of mine in New Hampshire and she's so excited about this that come October when uh, Purina Catchaw's bags go pink she plans on buying uh, about a dozen of them and she's a dog owner but she's going to buy the bags in support and then go to shelters and so uh, you know it gives me a little goosebumps because I just see like all the arms and legs of this spreading out and you know I think that's a wonderful thing and so I'm trying to stay involved in this as much as I can so no that is a yeah. wonderful thing and, and I was looking at the website too and, and what's really cool and maybe you could clarify this for me if again it's the uh, Perina Cat Chow connected for the cause it's catchow.com mm-hmm. backward slash pink Okay, great. And, and I'll um, you right there. Please check it out. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I'm looking at it now, and uh, now it says you can, you know, as a visitor to the site, you can upload a photo of yourself and the cat, and there'll be a donation dollar. of a dollar yeah. for each one. Okay, great. Yeah. And, and so that could be anybody with a cat. Anybody with a cat. I have my grandmother getting online. <laughs> well, she's not going to load it, but she's taking the photo with the cat that she's got, and someone will load it for her. And and all my family and friends are going online, and neighbors of theirs. And it's really uh, like wildfire. It's spreading, and it's really it makes me very happy. 
listeners, I want you to go there. I want you to upload a picture of you and your cat, and uh, you know, and it'll go to a good cause. Now, I, I know um, you had mentioned October. I know September and October, at least in New York, um, you have the Komen Foundation. You have the walks and and the runs and stuff like that going on, right? Yes, we do. Okay, great. I could be at any of those? Well, I just recently broke my foot, so we'll have to see oh if I can God. be. I know, on top of everything else, it's, you know, if you're a cancer patient, doesn't matter, you still could break your foot. <laughs> so, I hope this wasn't chasing a cat. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No. It wasn't. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yes. <laughs> well, if your foot is better, then maybe you'll you'll be there. <laughs> I'm sure I will participate somehow with Purina Cat Chow connected for the cause with Susan G. Komen for Breast Cancer Month. I know I'll be out there, and that's definitely part of what I want to spend, what energy I have, you know, putting out there. Now, Laura, can you just uh, really, you sound like you have such a great, great spirit. Tell us, you know, once again, I mean, like I started to say the, at the beginning here that, you know, everyone loves dogs. Dogs are very cool, and we all know about therapy dogs and programs like that. But, you know, tell us again really what has Mingo has meant to you, especially when you've gone through those, you know, funks when you're like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? He's... Um He's a companion. Uh, he's a source of comfort, and he he doesn't express in words, which is sometimes um, really wonderful to get a break from. But he he just knows in those darker moments when I don't have to say anything. He just knows to stick a little bit closer, uh, to curl up a little bit tighter, to her a little bit louder Mm -hmm. uh, to let me sleep in a little bit Mm -hmm. more and I don't have to tell him Um, and he's just he's just there he's he's pretty unconditional and I think that's a connection you can't uh, you can't put a price on really and then he smacks you and then he smacks me (laughs) (laughs) and reminds me to stay in the moment (laughs) it always all can change (laughs) Laura it has been such a delight and inspiration to talk to you and and please give Mingo and Lulu uh, some extra (laughs) from us here I certainly will thank you so much thank you And that'll do it for this episode of Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. Thanks once again for tuning in. And I especially want to thank our sponsors who helped to keep us on the air. Please make sure that you check them out as well. And that'll do it for us on Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. Until next time, you can always check out my website, New York Tales Magazine. For more events in the New York City area, that's www.newyorktales.com. And thanks once again. I will talk to you soon. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Join us each week for Pets in the City with your host, Diane West. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So take a bite out of the Big Apple with Pets in the City. Every week, on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.